What's up, you guys, and welcome to episode 40 of the Catch-Up Podcast, the Network.net's game news show. As always, this is your host, Gerardo, and this week I'm returning and returning to defend his championship title belt, Mr. Jerry Menderes. What's up, Jerry? How's it hanging? Uh, how's it going? It's hanging a little, a little left, but what's going on, guys? I hope it's pendulous yet nimble. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, uh, and then we have uh, Luis uh, coming back as well uh, to, to challenge it. Ah, uh, we got, we got the Jerry for the title. I wish I would have had the John Cena horns uh, queued up. That would have been... <laughs> Alright, so if it sounds a little bit weird, it's because they're joining us via the magic FaceTime. You know, it's still relatively unknown technology. It allows your voice to travel via Wi-Fi. Maybe we're not meant to know how it works. Maybe it's just magic. Who knows? We don't know what's up. Uh, so if you're listening to this on the day's post, it's uh, Friday, April 1st. It's April Fool's Day. And uh, I was I was thinking about this uh, earlier. So remember, you know how IGN usually does like an April Fool's thing? Right. They've been doing it for a while. Like they've been doing it since like early two thousands. So like the game stages days. Uh yeah. So I I went back and looked at some of the big ones. Like some of the super early ones. There was like one for uh, a zapper for the DS. Uh, Rob for the Game Boy SP. No. So. Uh, that sounds familiar. Yeah. So uh, I have it from two thousand eight till now. So two thousand eight, there was a Legend of Zelda movie. Do you remember that one? They did like a live action uh, movie. Yeah. So I do remember that. That was actually pretty cool. I remember it was like this looks pretty legit. Too bad it's not real. Uh, in 2009, they did the ultra-violent Smash Brothers uh, trailer. <laughs> well, I, you know, I think I remember that, too. No, they just... That's a pretty, pretty, pretty intricate one. And then in 2010, they did the Halo Bollywood trailer. That was like I a whole like that. dance number <laughs> one. That was pretty cool. Uh, 2011, uh, they did the Harry Potter TV show, The Aurors. Do you remember that one? Uh, I don't remember that, no. Yeah. I don't remember that. I would have been pissed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you can kind of like expect it now. If it's on the first, it's probably not, probably not legit. Well, see, little young me didn't know that. You guys remember that uh, magazine EGM? Yeah. Electronic Game oh Game yeah. Game? Yeah yeah. Well, they had this one, you know, with little Luis with a, you know, reading, and then all of a sudden he notices this Mario dressed up in this really cool getup, and they did a, a news for uh, Mushroom Kingdom Hearts. Oh. Uh, I oh. It blew my mind because Mario's Photoshop looked amazing, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, this is it. This is a definitive franchise." Uh, Game Informer does that too. Uh, they usually do it in the April or the May issue, which is called a uh, Game Enforcer, and it's just a bunch of like fake headlines and fake uh, news posts, which is uh, pretty cool. They've been doing it for a while. And then uh, 2012, they had the Mass Effect cartoon, and I kind of looked it up, and all I remember seeing it was like Shepard on a guitar made out of that orange, <laughs> like his blade is made out of. And then uh, 2013, there was a, a fake uh, Apple game console called the iPlay. Uh, 2014 was a Titanfall Optimus Prime DLC. And last year, it was a Fast and Furious Back to the Future. Uh, oh. I don't know if you remember that one. No. no I don't remember that. Uh, yeah, it was pretty much just like a scene from Tokyo Drift, but they uh, edited in the uh, the DeLorean with, with uh, Vin Diesel driving it and just disappears into <laughs> disappears into the night. It's pretty, it's pretty like, oh. It's pretty intricate. Pretty uh, pretty, pretty uh, yeah, and then uh, there's some certain game websites like a few years ago. I remember, I think it was either Destructed or IGN. They edited the whole site, so it was actually uh, done by hand, which means like all the graphics were like hand drawn with like pencil and pen. Oh, wow. So all the links, all the buttons, everything was like handwritten. So I was like, oh, but that's a lot of work for one day, but congrats. Yeah, it is. Man, but uh, yeah, so yeah, that's April first. So I mean, right now we usually go what we're playing, watching, reading. Uh, so what you guys been? I know you both of you've been a bit on division pretty religiously for the, since launch, right? Like you guys are already thirty. I don't know 
what you're talking about. Huh? You shit your dirty whore <laughs> mouth, Luis. You know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, no, I've definitely been playing a lot, a lot of it. Um, yeah, that I've been playing uh, Paragon on and off. Oh, how's how's Paragon? Paragon's really good, man. I like it. I like it. There's, uh, um, I mean, it's it's very new. It's um, you know, the early stages. It's still an alpha or beta, whatever the hell it's in. Mm-hmm. But there still needs to be obviously be a lot of balance changes and stuff. And they're slowly balancing it out. There's one character that was just super, super overpowered, and uh, they just super recently balanced it out. How does it uh, compare? I know you tried Smite also. How, how does it compare to that one? Um, it's different because it adds the Z-axis, so now we can aim in all directions versus, like, in Smite, you only can I aim think, left and right. I think that's what my problem was with Smite. It was just, like, the plane was just, like, on that. It's not, st- like, locked into the axis, and I was like, well, this is this is dumb. I don't like this. Well, it's just, I mean, it's it, it's just different. It's just, um, I don't know. It, it, really, it, t- it takes a little getting used to. But once you figure it out, once you get get it down, it's not that bad. Did, I, I really like Smite. I did, really, really like Did Smite. you get into a Paragon by pre-ordering or getting that Founders pack they talked about? Uh, I got, I, I entered the, um, like I signed up for the beta a long oh, time ago, okay. and I got into the last online test. Mm-hmm. And by virtue of the last online test, they um, they gave it to me for free. Like if you're in the last, if you're at any of the online tests, they give it to you. Right. I mean, the game's going to be free anyways. Oh, oh, nice. and uh, I, I know that. So yeah, it's any know MOBA is like free to play, pretty much. Well, yeah, uh, I was gonna say Over- Overwatch isn't a MOBA, but I think it's gonna be free to play on PC, but it's gonna cost like full price on on console. Uh, yeah, I'm, well, no, I'm sure it'll be still be sixty bucks on PC. It's it's not free to play. It maybe uh, I'm, maybe I read it wrong. Yeah, it'll be still be sixty bucks. Yeah, and at least did you try Smite or Paragon or any of those? Uh, yeah, I played Smite with Jerry for a while actually. I really enjoyed it, but uh, Paragon definitely blew it blew it out of the water. Yeah, for me. and I know you I, you and I, you. I, I um, like there's a Z axis and and uh, I've only been playing with one character, but yeah. so far it's pretty it's pretty fun. And I know I know you were pretty into mobiles too, with like League of Legends and stuff. Like how to like is it kind of like a similar like, what like what's I don't know. I sure think what I'm I think it's it's similar where there's a strategy, but the at least in the in the platform. Uh, it's it's not it's not as team oriented as it should be. Like mm-hmm. Smite, there's hardly yeah. any communication, so there's not there's less raging, so there's there's less of a chance for for people to actually learn the game. And then the yeah, I think right now it. there's like like the game is too new. Like there's there's not that many uh, like heroes to use. And that, this is what I read on the forums and like you know Reddit and stuff. It's just there's not that much. Like they just added a new character on Tuesday, right? And he's 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 tanky. He's a tank character, and there's not that many support characters. And right now, the game relies really heavily on the jungle, so it's a lot of jungling. From what I've read, and I'm, I'm pretty new to the mobile scene, but it seems like the biggest uh, complaint right now is just it's very jungle heavy. Uh-huh. There's not enough characters to really sustain lane like play. But I think over time, as they add more characters, more support, more you know different like, so you can have a different team comp it'll start moving more to, to the higher, like the strategy of actually having one jungler and, you know, in the lanes and all that stuff. But right now, everyone just kind of running around with their, like, like a chicken with their head cut off. They're just kind of running all over and just killing each other. And I think it'll take a while for it to really establish itself like a, a really strong strategy. With Smite, obviously, they have so many characters mm-hmm. that people can kind of, like, start doing the strategies of laning and jungles and stuff. I think Paragon doesn't have that many enough heroes right now to really say, like, this definitively is a jungler. This character is definitively 
the solo lane and so you, you you know who's supporting stuff but there's definitely things that need to be balanced out and changed so, so do you think but, like the mobile like game type trans like translates pretty well to console compared to pc yeah absolutely and then it, it like doesn't like i don't think there's going to be a, like an absolute uh, bent like um what's the word i'm looking for like you're not gonna have an advantage playing on pc over console i mean maybe like like really really fine uh uh aim and stuff but it's not like you there's no crits on headshots or anything there's nothing like that okay. so if you hit somebody you hit somebody and they're still like leading and aiming and stuff so there's not going to be any like precise bonuses or anything like that so. cool and <clears throat> yeah, then uh like the... and then uh we've all seen uh batman versus superman uh i know me and luis mm-hmm. we got uh, our friend marisol hit us up with like an early screening and then i saw it again with you jerry on friday mm-hmm. so i mean i you guys have heard like all the negative reaction to it but i know from all three of us we all enjoyed it like Oh yeah, yeah, all grow up. Yeah, I mean, it, it has its flaws, but you know, like as someone who, who just, like you told me, Gerardo, like you, when you explained it, when I asked you how was it, you know, yeah, you you said it's kind of like, uh, like watching the Avengers without having the, the soul, like the, the uh, tie in the films. You know, like you kind of have to really know some stuff mm-hmm. going into it, and, and yeah, and for them it kind of worked out because I mean. Superman and Batman, I mean, their origins have been told so many ways through, like, the animated series and then just from the prior movies. So, I th- uh-huh. yeah, I mean, it was... I mean, they still showed Batman's, uh, you know, like, just parents getting killed and everything. Yeah. Just to, I guess... I mean, just to throw that in there, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it would have been kind of necessary to throw the, both their origins in there, but... Um, right. Yeah, I mean, and Luis, you like, you, I know you enjoyed it, too. And I know you've, see, you've seen it twice already. I've seen it twice. And both times, yeah, we came out. It was fun. I, I had a good time. I, I, I mean, sure, it has its flaws, like Jerry said, in editing and stuff, but I, for, for what it's worth as a, as a comic book movie, it's, it's enjoyable. <laughs> it's not Oscar-worthy, but it's a good, it's a good popcorn flick. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, us, like, we kind of, like, familiar with the comics. I mean, it looks like it took elements from, like, Dark Knight Returns and Death in the Family and uh, maybe a little bit of Flashpoint. So, yeah, with people that aren't too familiar with the storylines, they've been, they might be kind of... No, left out of the loop and kind of confused as to what's what's setting up and what's happening. Yeah, I think I think maybe that's probably the biggest issue too for critics is that like, you know, they don't maybe they're not as well versed as a lot of people in comics and right. they're, they're going into it looking to be some like, great you know great film and it's not going to be a great film but it, it's going to be something that kind of like it's, it's like a giant fan service almost. Mm-hmm. There's things that could have been done better, sure, but. I thought it was pretty cool. Some some things were cool. The action was amazing. I was like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, Wonder Woman <laughs> was a uh, pretty was awesome cool. too. It was, yeah, uh, yeah, I liked her a lot. Her character was pretty awesome. And then uh, yeah, we have um well in May. Well, it's already technically April, so in May, uh, yeah, we have Civil War coming up. Oh yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Very uh, screening screening start as early as next month. So the fact that Disney Holy is releasing shit. the movie almost a month ahead of time, yeah, says lots of good things about it. Well, um, if we can get in on that. I mean, get early screens for that. Let's uh, jump on that. My son, my son said she might get us in, but uh, son, of a, son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, uh, and then and last weekend I was at WonderCon. It's it was cool. It was like a like I mean, not that I needed, but it was like a, a nice warm up run uh, run through for a Comic Con. I mean, it was pretty much Comic Con without like the bigger stuff. So I mean, there was all the vendors, the kiosks. There were some panels, some reveals. I guess they revealed um, who's voicing Krang in the TMNT movie. It's Fred Armisen from SNL. That's, that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, but I think uh, Luis is talking about like if it's his voice, his character's voice from like the feminist bookstore from uh, oh. Portlandia. I was like, oh, that's. 
that's pretty, yeah, that'd be pretty good. Pretty cool. All right, so yeah, that's pretty much does it for what we're up to. Oh, um, you guys reading and through anything right now, or? Um, not reading anything. Uh, well, I'm reading a bunch of school books. That counts, but no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it counts. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, really, just been playing games in my free time when I can. Um, I'm actually playing right now as we're speaking. I'm playing the um, the Final Fantasy 15 like demo thing. It's uh, so strange, man. Yeah, uh, that'll like... that'll be like one of the stories coming up, so you can tell okay, us uh, yeah, more we'll, about we'll it. Talk about it right now. Okay, so, yeah, so, and Luis, anything else you want to throw in there? Uh, I pretty much just spent most of my free time, uh, the same thing, just, uh, patrolling the, the dark zone with Jerry. Dark zone. Oh. Man, like, I really, this week, I don't really have any plans this weekend, so I need to get on, I'm only, like, right in level 6 right now, so that's pretty. Oh, you got plenty of catching up to do, but. Oh, yeah. And then you, did you hear that they announced like with well, the first bit of free uh, DLC uh, earlier today? Oh uh, yeah, I was I was watching the stream. Incurs- Incursion was is that what it's called? Incursion, yeah. which is kind of like a, it's just a harder mode. Um, but yeah, it looks really cool. Looks interesting. Cool. Yeah. So when that comes out, we'll have something to talk about for the next one. Yeah. All right. So yeah. So we'll come up. So that's it. So next up, some uh, weekend game news. So the first bit of news I have is the free games in April for uh, a PSN Plus and Xbox Live. Uh, for C- PSN Plus, compared to, uh, I mean, I'll go over the list right now, but PSN Plus's offerings are not as good as cool as uh, Xbox Live, as you'll see right now why. So for PlayStation, um, for the Vita, there's a game called Virus Named Tom. Uh, for PS4, Dead Star, and uh, I have a description from the PlayStation blog. So it says, Dead, Dead Star is a team-based shooter with RPG influence, um, dreamed up by the folks at Armature Studios, which is made by members from the Metroid Prime team. Uh, it's a it's a result of wouldn't it be cool if process that started with a space shooter foundation and includes elements of strategy and mobas. So it results a twenty player online experience that's easy to pick up and play, but also offers a great depth of deal of depth, skill trees, ship upgrades, team strategy, and more. So it's like a like a top down kind of space shooter, but it's like co op, like twenty player online, which it looked interesting. I saw the gameplay video of it, so that'll be available starting on Tuesday. Um, next is I am alive on PS3. Uh, I remember reading about that one, but I don't know too much about it. If you look online, you'll see trailers. Uh, PS3, Savage Moon, PS Vita, Shishimi, and PS4. The, this was actually pretty cool, Zombie. So if you remember, that was like a Wii U launch title oh, made yeah. by Ubisoft, and that's going to be a free uh, PS4 game next week. Huh. So it looks pretty cool. I've been wanting to play something like Left 4 Dead again, but I mean, it's not co-op, but it's uh, just a fun shooter and blow some zombies up. Oh, so that's, that's pretty cool. nice. And, uh, you know, we have like good memories of Left 4 Dead, so I'll be... That'd be good. And, and what is uh, what is Xbox getting? Uh, so Xbox is getting uh, this is from Nate Major Nelson's blog. So uh, live members starting uh, all of April they get the Wolf Among Us. So they're gonna get the it's uh, yeah so Telltale is a Wolf Among Us. Yeah, I played the first episode a while back and it was free and I really liked it. I haven't gone around to uh, getting the rest of it, but it was really cool. Um, and next is the other big big one is uh, starting from April sixteenth to May fifteenth, Sunset Overdrive. Oh, that's pretty yeah. nice. So, yeah, so they have, like, a good uh, good lineup. And then for the 360, they have Dead Space, the first one, and, uh, and a Saints Row 4. And what's cool is that these are backwards compatible, so technically you're getting four Xbox One games. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't know if you read recently, but it had a, I don't know if it's temporary, but they have a $50 price drop right now. So right now, uh, the, the best deal I've seen is the Quantum Break bundle that's coming out pretty soon with the game for 300 bucks. It's a white console. It's like very, very tempting. Wait, so, isn't the system already? How it, much is the system's four hundred? It was three fifty. It's three fifty, and uh, yeah, right now it has a temporary price drop. Um, How much is the PlayStation Four now? I think it's three fifty. It had that fifty dollar price drop a few months ago as well. 
so they're pretty evenly priced and then uh the like xbox the difference is they have a ton of bundles there's a bundle with like the gears of war remaster and there's uh this one uh, coming out pretty soon and they have one for the division recently too which the, the 500 yeah, gig with yeah. the game yeah, i don't know man sony needs to uh, start i think they have enough games in their library that they can start releasing uh like a first party game now in the PSN, but it really doesn't matter to me. Like it's just games that I pick up every once in a while and play. Like I'm like I'm so focused on the vision, I would never even sit aside to like yeah. time to play. Yeah, I mean in a way, I kind of like that they're releasing mostly like indie games or games that want to get that much exposure anyway. I mean, I think Rocket League, I still would have been pretty big, but I mean it was super, like very like it it, got, it was very came very well known because it was a free PSN Plus game last uh, last summer. I think it was last August. Yeah, yeah. Cause yeah. Again, you get to play games that you normally wouldn't. I think about. I remember one of the ones I was thinking about buying was um, Gauntlet, the remake for last year. Right. And I think in December it ended up being free, so it saved me uh, twenty bucks. Yeah. And uh, let's see, any of those that excite you, Luis? Like, I know I don't know if you tried Wolf Among Us. Uh, yeah, I, I actually destroyed the first Wolf Among Us, and I'm waiting for actually for to pick up the Michonne one and then the Batman one. So. Yeah, the Michonne one, I'll wait till it's all out, and then Batman... What's cool about Batman is they're actually using a new engine. So one of the main complaints with the Telltale games is that their engine is kind of choppy. It's made in a way so it works across, like, everything, since it comes out for, like, you know, tablets and phones and pretty much every console that's out right now. Uh, so it's optimized for that, but, yeah, they're supposed to... Uh, the Batman one's supposed to be a, a, an all-new tech, so it should run a lot smoother. Uh, so, yeah, so that's it for the free ones. Next up is uh, PlayStation VR... So yeah, during GDC, uh, Sony had a com- at a press conference where they finally announced the price and the price point and the release date for PlayStation VR. So right now, it's uh, the actual co- headset is going to be three ninety nine by itself. It's going to be a bundle for four ninety nine that comes with a camera, which is going to be required, and two move controllers, which are optional. And it's tentatively coming out October twenty sixteen. Um, so yeah, it's a cool way to get away from your troubles and escape to VR. And so far, they said they're expecting fifty PSVR games by the end of the year. Uh, and then a free playroom VR experience. Do these, does this interest you guys at all? Like, do you plan on? Try- I want somebody to buy it so I can play it. That's what I want to do. Because like I, I'm, with, it's too expensive. Like for me to like say like absolutely I'm gonna mm-hmm. buy a fucking VR thing to. Uh, yeah, uh, and it's pretty much the same cost as a console. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really expensive. Yeah, and uh, then the one thing also deterring me uh, from trying is that the NX is supposed to come out this year. And that's a, like five hundred bucks. I'd I'd probably rather put towards that if it ends up being something that that uh, that looks interesting. So yeah, I mean they're coming. They, I mean it's kind of cool that they waited for to announce the price. On I know Oculus and the Vive released their prices recently, and those range from like six hundred to eight hundred dollars. And even then, they require like really beefy PCs to run. And right. the cool thing with the PlayStation, I mean, it's ready out of the box. You just plug and play, and you're ready to go. So, I mean, they can technically give away the Vibe or the Oculus, and it's still cheaper to buy a PS4 and the and a PSVR to get the similar experience. Not as powerful, but, I mean, you're still getting a, a PSVR experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I remember during Comic-Con last year, they had demos set up for it, and I had an appointment to try it. I just never made it out. So, hopefully, you know, Sony sets up kiosks and, you know, opportunities for people to try it out. It's coming. It's not something that they can just describe and say, oh, this is pretty cool. They're going to have to get people to try it and... Try it for themselves yeah, and see if it's appealing yeah, to them. Yeah, definitely something that I need to uh, to uh, try out from somebody. So. And did you guys ever try the um, Virtual Boy? Yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. That gave me a headache. <laughs> I think I, I remember just playing Mario Tennis. I was like, "Oh, well, that's cool." Yeah, I remember 
like some uh, some weird game on it before, but there was a Kirby yeah. game for it too, right? I think. Uh, I want to say. Yeah, I think I believe so. Oh, virtual. My, my thing with BR is just I think just like they connect. Like I don't think I have the attention span for it for that mm. long. Like it'll be trendy for a little bit. I'll play it. It's it'll be fun at parties at first, but I don't think it could. I don't. I honestly don't think it could. It could do well, like in somebody's household. Like, mm-hmm. let's say you're at home playing video games and you're just VR, you know, just knocking shit down. <laughs> well, the bad thing is that I think it has headphones, and so pretty much you're blind and deaf. You get robbed like while you're playing, and you take it off. Like, where's all my shit? <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing they've been talking about a lot of other podcasts is that I mean, historically. A lot of times when they introduce new tech and new peripherals during like a console's life cycle, it doesn't do that well. So if you look at the Wii Motion Plus, it came out a few years after the Wii came out. Not that many games adopted it. And then there was a PlayStation Move. Again, it, it was okay at first and didn't really take off. Um, and the Kinect, like you said, it's it, it was kind of like a novelty item at first and then it kind of became optional and then, became, and then they opted out of it. And then since not that many people had it, they didn't really support it. So it was... Yeah, then I mean, as of right now, like um, introducing these new peripherals and like during the midlife cycle of a console hasn't really been doing that well. So hopefully, they've been saying that PSVR they want it to be something that's going to be supported for many years to come. They're launching it almost like a new console. They're saying. So I mean, yeah, I mean, we'll know in a year or two if it ends up doing well. And even with like with prior consoles, Sony is usually always gone negative like they really haven't um made a profit on stuff and they're saying on this they are going to make a profit it's cheap enough to make where they're selling it at a profit for them so that's going to be it's going to be good for them if they if it ends up taking off all right and then this just happened yesterday the final fantasy 15 event so uh yeah greg miller and tim gettys from kind of funny co said uncovered final fantasy 15 uh this just happened yesterday and there was a bunch of info that came out did you guys get to watch it or see any highlights from it i just kind of like briefly like scanned over stuff that I saw on Reddit mm-hmm. about it and that's what I that's what I learned that's when I learned about the demo so yeah and I was I wanted to try and go I was in LA and they had tickets available but I mean yeah they they got they got uh, snatched up pretty quick uh, but yeah there was like 15 bits of uh, info that released I'm not gonna list all of it I'll do like best 7 so uh, the first one is um, Stand By Me revealed to be sung by Florence uh, Florence of the Machine that's a neat uh, theme song uh, all new gameplay was unveiled featuring Chocobo writing, updated battle system mechanics, and magic, and how Titan is summoned. Uh, Brotherhood Final Fantasy XV was announced as a five-part anime series telling the backstory of all the friends. Uh, Kingsglaive Final Fantasy, it's a full CG movie. Uh, so it tells the story of Nyx, a member of the elite armed forces of Kingsglaive. Uh, five Justice Monsters 5, it's a brand new mobile game. Showcase to the world for the first time. It's a pinball mini game, but it's gonna. I think it's a Valorant game, but they're actually gonna release it as a download for uh, mobile devices. Uh, and then when you mentioned um, platinum demo, it's a, it's a. You play as uh, the a, a young version of the main character Noctis traversing the world with a new pal Carbuncle. And how's how's that one? How you been liking it? Or what do you think? It's strange, man. It's really weird. It's, it's like, um, it's like, like a reimagined Kingdom Hearts in Wonderland. Yeah, it's like Kingdom Hearts. Like it's very much like Kingdom Hearts. But the combat's really cool. Like, I'm really getting used to it. I just got, like, absolutely destroyed by um, this, like, monster right now. Like, this boss monster. Because I'm really, like, learning the, the combat. But, um, yeah, it's really cool, man. Like, it's it's pretty much like a glorified tech demo. Yeah. Like, there's, like, switches along the way that, like, change the day, the day-night cycle. That, like, change the weather. Like, you can, like, 
it shows like you have a little bit of magic here and there. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's cool. How do, how does it look though, like graphically? It looks really good. It looks very good. Yeah, and uh, yeah, no, I remember I seen the game. I was watching the. I pretty much watched the whole thing yesterday, and yeah, it looks super strange. You show him as a kid, and then he gets in the car, and then he turns into like this antelope draft looking dude. I don't know. It just looks yeah. very very trippy. I don't know, but I want to try it. I just didn't download it last night because I figured everybody's gonna be on it, and it's gonna be tying up the tubes, the inter- internet tubes. So I'll just do it yeah. this weekend. Yeah, I want. I'm gonna. I want to try to learn the combat really quick because it's like. Uh... Now it's asking me what I like to order Final Fantasy 15. Well, <laughs> yes, but not here. I'll order it. <laughs> oh, right. does it end at the end? Does it do it? Or? Yes, yes, yeah. Oh, man. That's pretty. Oh, and then lastly, uh, the deluxe edition, which contains uh, both Final Fantasy 15 and King's Leave movie, will be available in limited quantities. I think they're only doing, I forgot the number, was it a couple like thousand? 30,000. 30, 30,000? Yeah. yeah, and then the, there's the Ultimate Collector's Edition that comes with the figure and a whole bunch of other stuff. That, that looks pretty cool, that's, and that's the one that's that like two hundred and seventy bucks, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think I saw, uh, at least your brother, your uh, Mario's uh, Snapchat. Like, I guess uh, did he end up ordering it, or he just kind of? No, he almost did. Though. Yeah, because I think he, he he captioned it like, "I can I can have you, but I don't want you." Yeah, and he changed. <laughs> he he talked himself out of it last minute, but yeah, it's funny. I saw these three different Snapchats with the same thing, like all getting ready to check out. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. yeah. But no, it looks pretty cool. I mean, we've been hearing about this game for like the longest time when it was originally, you know, Versus 13. And uh-huh. I remember seeing gameplay. I was like, this looks pretty pretty badass. I mean, they never really showed like the whole like buddy like, car traveling aspect of it. It was always like, it kind of looked like it played like Devil May Cry in a way. Yeah. Uh, but no, it looks pretty cool. And then at the end, they show the car flying away. That's the first time they've shown that. I didn't know that's the airship, I guess, for this one. Flying car. Yeah, that was surprising. I, I actually said that this morning, and yeah. All right, so then that's uh coming out. They said uh, September thirtieth. So that's September thirtieth. Yeah, I'll give it a try. I mean, I haven't really played anything. I tried a little bit of thirteen, and didn't really get that far into it. And you know, fourteen. <laughs> and then Jerry, you played fourteen for a bit, right? Oh yeah, I still would like to get back into fourteen. I need to find the time. Like once I like don't have anything to play, I really like Final Fantasy fourteen. I Actually, really I would it. I would like to get into it on on PlayStation Four, but because I played it on PS3 with my brother, he was on the PC, and it was really fun. I just I, it's so time consuming. Oh man! Yeah, uh, it's an MMO. I so was it's like the grind. I was involved stuff. in one of those uh, like fights with uh, Odin, where it's like oh. fifty fucking players at the same time <laughs> and just getting murdered. Yeah, that was fun, and I got destroyed. Yeah, dude, I really like it. And it, it, it translates really well to the control. Like, it takes, it's a little bit of finger gymnastics, but once you get used to it, and you can, yeah. like, with the with the PS4, you can, like, um, and I think with the PS3 too, at least, but I know on the PS4, you can um, link up, like, keyboard and mouse if you want it. Hmm. So, if you really want to, you could do it. But, I really like control. Um, I need to get back into it. And, um, but I got my character up pretty high. Like, I got him, like, a little 50. Like, I was, like, ready to start raiding and stuff, but I really didn't have anybody to play with, so. Well, there you go. There you go. And you guys can hit each other up when, uh, when you want to swing swing them back in. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. And then uh, the next bit is uh, Far, Cry, Far Cry Primal gets survivor mode. So it's a free update. Um, you can, uh, It's going to have optional permadeath. It's going to add a stamina gauge, so your character actually needs to rest. Uh, it's going to have no minimap. So it's going to be interesting to get around with no minimap in an open world oh, like that. And then the main character is not going to be able to call in your owl, which I don't know. You got an owl in this game, so now I'm very interested <laughs> 
uh, you get an attack owl, and the you'll get a yeah, and your character actually get cold without proper gear. Just pretty cool, you know. Adds replayability to the game while challenging uh-huh. you, and it gives you a reason to jump back in if you've already played it. And that's coming out April twelfth. Do you guys try that game at all? Uh, I never played Primal, no. I, but I did play. Oh, so we're shutting down a minute forty. Um, <laughs> uh, I did not play Primal. I played. You played four, right? Four, and I really like four, but I never played three. So a lot of people play three, and they're like, "Well, four is just a copy of three. I'm like, "Well, that's fine," because I never played three, so I really like number four, you know. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. thought it was really cool. And then, I didn't play Primal. Though. And then Lucy didn't try Primal, or no? I've seen gameplay videos, but uh, I saw my brother play three, so I just never really felt like giving it a try. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'll give it a try once it gets. I think I still have it pre-ordered at GameStop, so I'll just wait till it gets a price drop or something, and and uh, I'll give it a try. And then uh, next bit is uh, NX control rumors. I don't know if you guys saw this, but I mean, a while back there was these. Um, kind of like these patent schematics that got leaked that kind of showed like a patent for a, a Nintendo controller. It was like football shaped. And then recently they actually leaked pictures of it. There was two different pictures. There was one. So if you've seen it, I don't know if you've seen it, but the controller is almost like football shaped, two analogs, and that's it. It's like one giant screen with two analogs on it. Uh, the first leaked picture showed like a, the whole thing lit up with a screen on it. And the second one kind of looked like a dev unit. It was, it was off. It had like a, it showed there's a earphone jack on the bottom, but I don't know. Did did you see that at all? Did you see those uh, pictures? I didn't see it, but I'm looking at it now. <laughs> I saw the Reddit one where uh, they they were able to pinpoint the who leaked it based on the reflection of the controller. <laughs> I heard about. I was actually listening to um. What was I listening to? Uh, one of the I think the kind of funny games cast. So they're talking about yeah. Somehow somebody saw a reflection on there and he said pinpointed it to like a screenshot. I don't know, like to the off like Ubisoft's offices somewhere and like what the hell, man? <laughs> but. Hey, I guess somebody's putting in the work out there for it. So, but no, it looks. I mean, it looks uncomfortable. They they were saying that it's two analogs, similar to the ones on the 3ds, on a nub where it's kind of not. You know how when you go all the way down, it's just kind of flat. It doesn't really rotate. Mm-hmm. So they said it kind of has that feel to it, and the top does. They're not shoulder buttons. They're like scroll wheels, like you would find on a mouse. So I don't know what they're doing, man. If this ends up being real, I mean, they were talking about how they want to go back to more traditional games and. I mean, I don't think they should really compete with uh, PS4 and Xbox One. And one thing that's always set them apart is that they do their own thing. They they kind of you know invite uh, sometimes uh, introduce some like innovative ways of playing. You know, with like motion controls and most recently, and whether we you didn't really take off with the with the screen on the the tablet deal. But mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like, do you think they should just like, they should stick with like weird control schemes how they usually do, or stick with something more traditional? Um. You know, like they should try to just go back. To, I, I like Nintendo just going back to something traditional. Like, just get away from the fucking uh, like the gimmicky stuff. Gimmicky, yeah. gimmicky stuff. Like, just get back to making. Like, honestly, honestly, my dream is just for Nintendo to shut down and stop making consoles and just become like partner with Sony and become a developer. Like, you know, like if they made fucking games that just only made games for mm-hmm. Sony, that would spell the end for Microsoft. Like. There would be no more Microsoft. Like, Xbox. Would I mean, be done. yeah, in a lot of podcasts, that's what the thing they're saying. They they just become a publisher and just release it on. If they became other a publisher, consoles. just made games, that would focus. That would be amazing to me. Like, I love my DS. I love like Nintendo consoles, but the only reason I ever buy a Nintendo console is for the games. Like the first party that's games. All, that's all I want is Mario, Zelda, Metroid. Like you know, those games are amazing, and if they just did, if they just focus on games, 
it'd be great. And yeah, I, I mean, I, that, that would be my. That's what I'd want them to do. Yeah, because usually like, on the Wii con- like on the Nintendo consoles, usually people get the console when they release like a big like first party game, like I said with like when they release Mario Galaxy or when they release you know Twilight Princess at launch. And then um, fortunately, they never released a Star. Well, I mean Star Fox was the Wii, the Wii, but I mean they are using it for the Wii U. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 like I said, it's that's like ideally, I think they would make they would make a ton of money if they ended up just becoming a a third-party developer, I'm just releasing on all the consoles, and yeah, I don't know. It's well, we'll wait and see how they do in this next one because if this, this one doesn't do well, I think that's going to be it for hardware. I think I think the reason the Wii works though is just people, like Jerry said, people buy it for a specific game, and then they already made the the expense, so they figured, all right, let's just keep getting games for it, and sure they discover some along the way that are really good. Like for starters. I wanted a Wii U the minute I saw Splatoon in Smash Brothers, and that was it. And that is probably the only thing I've I've played on a Wii U at all. Like, that's it. You know. Mm-hmm. So, it's it's sort of a, a reel them in with with heavy hitter titles, and then anybody else that publishes along with along the way that that isn't Nintendo like can get lucky. But that's that's about it. And then their gimmicky thing with the controllers, it takes a while to get used to, but. People, people keep buying them, so... Yeah, no, I, I have nothing against the controllers. I like my Wii. Uh, I didn't get a Wii U, because I knew, like, the shit was going to happen. The same thing was going to happen, like, uh, that, like, this new console's going to come out. And I feel like Nintendo's, like, turned... Like, lately, like, they've been coming out with new systems pretty quickly. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I think it's only been quick. four years since the Wii U came out. Yeah, so... And... So I knew, like, they were going to push for something else, and I... And, you know, with this new Zelda game, it's going to be like the same case, I think, with Twilight Princess, where it's like, it's going to be released on Wii U and the new console. Yeah, yeah, you're going to have to so they can, like, get that, like you said, most people will get, if they know there's, like, a more superior version of that same game, they're going to want to maybe jump yeah. on that new console to get it, to get that experience. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, man, I, I don't know, I, I would just love for Nintendo to make games, like, become a publisher, it'd be really, really, really awesome. Yeah, imagine well, if imagine if they did make a um like if they were a publisher mm-hmm. right and Smash Brothers came along and man, they were like uh, I mean obviously they would have access to characters from like if they became multi-platform oh yeah you're ideally, right I, mean, in, I didn't in, think in, about ideally, that yeah. in, ideally in my world they would just Sony would say you're coming with us because we're Japanese and we stick together like mm-hmm. that would be ideal like in my world so if they had access to all the things from Sony, like yeah. that'd be awesome. And no, Sony already had their All Star game mm-hmm. thing, but this is I'm talking about Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers with Sony characters and yeah, like yeah. It, so obviously Nintendo had access to other things like Capcom and right. and other other franchises. But yeah, I can get behind that. The like the Nintendo working with the people from All Stars, say the, the the schematics for Smash Brothers with the the online stability that All Stars had. Cause, yeah, because I've. You know, the online for Smash Bros. is the new one is actually really good, but adding a roster of characters from PlayStation would, would be very, very fun and intriguing. Mm-hmm. Man, just imagine just a mashup of All-Stars and, Bra- and uh, you know, Smash, Smash Brothers and the All-Stars and just... Mm-hmm. Damn. Damn. Yeah, and, and it would I think it would make more sense, like I said, to take, for them to stick with Sony. Because, I mean, Microsoft, you know, they have good games, but they don't have that really bigger roster of like memorable first party characters like Sony does because I guess Sony you know does have that history of since going back to the PS1 of a lot of, of uh, characters yeah so absolutely. someday so we'll just Sometimes. keep hoping we'll see. 
And uh, I don't know if you downloaded this, but uh, did you download that Mitomo app? The uh, one where you can I make your did, me? I did. I did download it, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, if you haven't heard about it yet, it's a free-to-use social messaging app uh, Nintendo developed for iOS and Android. And it lets you, like, talk with friends. You can answer various questions and features and integrate it with Twitter and Facebook. So, pretty much, I just made my guy. He's, he's wearing a suit. And I had somebody visit me and just ask me, like, <laughs> like a question. And that's, that's all I have so far. So I'm not sure. I mean, what do you do with it? Is it I guess is is just a way of just having like. I mean, do you think it's like they're a little social network they want to do have or just like another Maybe. messaging service? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's just another way of. I them. see it as a top trend, but is it is it published by Nintendo? Oh yeah, it is published yeah, by, yeah, 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 Nintendo. Published by Nintendo. This is actual Nintendo. It's their first uh the first thing they're releasing. I think the next one's gonna be that Pokemon Go game. But it looks pretty smooth. Like looking at it, like it, it oh looks yeah, like a it looks great. Yeah, looks Nintendo good. Game. Yeah, when I saw like my visitor like go out the door, like this is really sharp looking. Those yeah, edges like are smooth. Waste a lot of time on it. Yeah, I mean the and then I mean it's all in game money, but you can buy clothes for your guy and dress him up. Yep. And then uh, yeah, so it's only three. Uh, so these next three, I'll just go through them real quick. Um, so the first one is Xbox One proposed cross platform play. So Sony hasn't outright come out and said they support it. Uh, the console's doing fine, but yeah, I don't know if you heard about it. The Rocket League does are saying um, they're ready to if they if they want to. Open it up to do uh, crossplay between uh, Sony and uh, Microsoft. Yeah, I heard about that. That'd be pretty That's awesome. Pretty... I mean, just I mean, the one of the problems is always like, say, if you have friends on other consoles and you both get the same game, but you can't play with each other. You know, imagine if you're able to play with your friends that have Division on Xbox, and since you have it on PS4, and you know, yeah. just be able to play along with them. So that changes stuff, though. Like, like in that case, obviously, there's, there's games that are going to be like, um, like exclusive. But uh-huh. like with Division, like how, how does that affect like? Um, exclusive content you know yeah like you know how like Division gets like Xbox gets all their stuff they're gonna need all the Division stuff first I mean I would imagine it would just you know not pair you up with people that have that content until That's until true. it's released you know until everybody has it but yeah that'd no, be that'd be cool I mean I I mean it'll, it'll, it'll be a matter of just getting the infrastructure to be compatible with one another and right so yeah I mean yeah we'll just wait and see I mean Sony I guess feels they don't need to do it cause I mean I mean, there. It's just for them. It's more work for not really that much payoff, and I, I, for them, I don't see them really, you know, jumping in unless, you know, if they, I guess they're pressure enough and people like enough people want it. Maybe, maybe they'll think about it. The issue yeah. comes with people that, that don't want it. So, like, say, you know, we're all for all of us playing together, but there's some Xbox people that would be like, "Well, I just want a server for only Xbox people," but then PC is like, "Well, I just want people for only PC." So, like the, uh, you know as crazy as the word is some people want to keep the server segregated mm. yeah mm. historically you know that segregation is not that good <laughs> but I mean yeah you could uh, always do the option of like you know selecting what regions you want to play like on Street Fighter for example you can select if you want to play just against PS4 or PC because uh, since it is on PC also Street Fighter I mean Street Fighter 5 so yeah they could always offer that option too of um, you know of, uh, which n- n- servers you want to connect to yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's an option. And then the next one is uh, GTA 6, reportedly in development. Um, so, Source from Tech Radar says they're working on it already. So, yeah, one thing that, that uh, I've been hearing about in different podcasts is they're saying when Vice City was out, Rockstar was eyeing uh, in Tokyo. So, they actually had, you know how sometimes they'll, like, when they're surveying, like, a city for a game, they'll send people out to kind of, like, mm-hmm. survey it and then take, take info down. So, they actually went to Tokyo to check it out, but they were saying that the Japanese city street structure was uh, too problematic, so it really wouldn't work for a GTA-type game. 
But man, like if you, I mean, what what would you, what do you think GTA Six or whatever the next one should? I mean, we've already done L.A. with San Andreas, New York with um with a four, and uh, Vi- well, Vice Cities was like Florida, and then um, that's pretty much it, right? Am I missing one? Uh, Chinatown, yeah, Chinatown, Florida, Florida, New York, L.A. You have San Francisco, Las Vegas, and uh, from the original San Francisco, San Francisco, yeah. Los Angeles. Well, it was top down, but I, I think we had uh, Portland too, wasn't it? With uh, Liberty City. Hmm. I don't think I played that. Liberty City. I didn't play that one. I think I, Liberty I, City. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Three. I want to say it was Portland. Isn't Liberty City New York though? Oh, Liberty City New York. Is yeah. Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, but I mean, what like big city? I mean, I know in a like one of the rumored games. Well, I mean, one of the rumored games for the end of the year is Watch Dogs Two, and they're saying they're going to San Francisco for that one. Uh-huh. So I mean, that's in the city. Uh, hey, hasn't for, honestly, okay, my my idea has always been this. This has been my idea. Like I've always thought, like man, if I get the Rockstar, this would be like my idea. Uh-huh. And they kind of like don't pitch it. Don't pitch it, Jerry. Just keep it. <laughs> no, this is it. So if they listen, somebody's listening out there. I want you guys to use my idea. All right, so uh, Joe Rockstar, if you're listening, you know this is a yeah, your you idea. But they, but then so okay, well, it's kind of already been used by them though. But my idea has always been to use um, like a city, okay, if they, like a city like San Diego, uh-huh. okay, but then also include like Tijuana, and you have to have two cities like that, but you have to portray it because this is why I say they've already used this because with Red Dead. Uh, Redemption, uh-huh. but you said it in the modern day, and then that leaves you to two crimes in two different countries now. Not not, not even two cities, just mm-hmm. two different countries. And then, like, there's so much shit in Mexico. Think about all the shit you hear about in Mexico, all that crime, all the cartels, and all that stuff. Think about getting involved in that, and then like having to like do missions smuggling drugs across the border. Like, think about all that. Like, think about that crime. Mm-hmm. So that's always been my idea. It's like they need to have a, a, a border, not be saying, but use use this as a as a as a model. It doesn't have to be San it, San. Yeah, it would. I mean, just to make it some border town, border cities. Like that'd be fucking amazing. Like people. But yeah, I can see two, what you're saying. Like mm. you know, if if you take the, like the schematics for the heist that uh that uh GTA Five had take that mm-hmm. and then uh, turn it into like planning out like how to smuggle something across the borders or, or like just yeah I can, I can see that or like somebody's been kidnapped and you have to cross the border to get them but you know yeah. you're gonna be pretty much cut off from any sort of like support because it's out of jurisdiction so exactly like, it's, it's you can, so, like, you can make it so it's like an undercover cop in the game or something like that I don't know it's, yeah I was about to say be... so if they if they stick with the structure they did for five where it's three different protagonists so what they could do was uh, a DEA agent so let's say, yeah, you work on the U.S. side, and when you get to the Mexico side, you know, you're in there. You send your criminals. Yeah, and then uh, yeah. player two would be a cartel member. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. I just had... So have you guys oh, seen... Dude, a... It would be all three of them get together for some reason, a cartel, uh-huh. a thug, and a police officer, all working together. But oh, shit. I just had an well. idea. So have you... Uh, so imagine this. So imagine those two characters. Did you see The Departed? Yeah. I didn't, so don't spoil it. God damn it! God damn it! That's the wait, whole story. Wait, wait. Do, do you get what I'm saying? I'm we're go wait, ha- have you seen it? Because this is very important to see for for this for this uh, my point. Wait, have you seen the jury? Well, you haven't. No, I have not seen it. Well, it doesn't. I didn't know. Actually, what I'm talking, what I'm gonna say, actually, they, I think they give it away in the trailer. 
Do you know? So, do you... Switch, switch it over to Narcos. I mean, uh, what is it? Uh, Sicario. Oh. I want to see Sicario. I want to see Sicario. God damn it! Oh, God damn it! <laughs> well, no. I mean, you know, just that's the a point, movie that like, make the point is there like, should be a three-way. Like, there should be just like all kinds of crazy shit happening. But basically, my point is that there should be a border town, Grand Theft Auto, or somewhere along along the southern border. I, and I don't remember how they did that in Redemption. Redemption, it wasn't. It was like you just kind of crossed over to Mexico. That's uh, like there's there are there were two different countries already, and there wasn't like a big thing like obviously the border. If you crossed the bridge and you were in Mexico, you crossed back in the United States. Back then, oh, okay, there wasn't, wasn't, a big it, it wasn't that big of a problem. Okay, That's why I said they've already done the two countries, but now we add modern day, modern border to to this game, and that become and with all the issues and stuff that are prevalent you know like nowadays with with uh cartels and mm-hmm. things you heard about back in like like well like five ten years ago and stuff still happens today like but just the point that there's so much stuff that, you, that can be developed off of that i think it'd make for an amazing rent auto yeah and, and, just and then amazing, like yeah and then one gta one thing gta does usually is they usually do uh focus on topics that are like modern day like top, like in five they're uh, well, I mean, yeah, usually they just deal with, like, pretty serious topics, and, yeah, for them to deal with, you know, cartel and drugs and, you uh-huh. know, U.S. involvement and everything, that'd be pretty pretty interesting. Uh, and then, well, did they do Vegas in one of the GTA games? It was in San Andreas. In the original San Andreas, huh. you could travel, you could drive from San Andreas, which is Los Angeles, yeah. to San hmm. Francisco, which I forgot the name was, and Las Vegas. There were three cities in that game. So you could drive to all three cities. There was San Francisco already. There is um, Las Vegas already. Man, if they just want to like print money, all they gotta do is just take all the maps from all the games and make an MMO out of it. Okay, it would be interesting if they could make like a. I don't think Las Vegas or um, is big enough to like make a game based on Las Vegas. It's yeah. just Las Vegas, so it would be pretty. You have the strip and you have kind of surrounding stuff in the desert. Pretty boring. Unless they um, revisit or like Vice City and just do like an '80s, you know, Miami kind of again. Or if they did modern day Miami, that'd be cool too. It doesn't matter. Like they yeah. have to do something, something. And but I still think they should use my idea. So if they're listening, <laughs> somebody's listening well, for us. There, somebody just so happy to listen. Yeah. So. And you I have permission have to use of... my idea. Just remember to credit Jerry Herman <laughs> Darren as the person that you got your idea from. Just let you get a just a, send you a free copy before it mm-hmm. comes out. And then it's documented. That's here. all you would need <laughs> if they send you a free copy. Forget yeah. forget royalties. <laughs> That's all you need. Free copy. Sixty dollar yeah, value right there. It's been documented Rock, here. You got a gold I... mine right here. You don't even have to pay for it. You can say you came up with that shit and then just send mm-hmm. him a copy on the download. And I think we're getting well. We're definitely gonna get Red Dead too before before GTA. I, think. I hope they announce it. I hope they announce it. Well, they said uh, they said uh, Take Two uh, Rockstar is gonna have a presence at E3, so oh. something's gonna happen. They never go to E3. That's no, th- yeah, this, this is uh, this is new. Unprecedented. Yes, never, never before seen. And the last bit of news is uh, next Call of Duty in space question mark. So uh, a user on NeoGAF, uh, Shinobi602, an industry insider, suggests that Infinity Ward is working on a futuristic sci-fi space combat game. So think of something like 2142, but like way more in the future. And I mean, Infinity Ward's last game was Call of Duty Ghosts. And I mean, it, this was it wasn't really Infinity Ward. Um, this was like the first game post everybody, you know, defecting and creating respawn. And it did okay. I mean, I played the game. I was, I, it, it, I ended in a cliffhanger. Who knows if they end up revisiting, continuing that story? But yeah, I mean, the rumor right now is that it's going to be like way, way futuristic uh, for the next Call of Duty 
So, I guess imagine like Halo Call of Duty in a way, maybe? That'd be strange. I mean, what else do they have to do? They don't like it. I don't know. All we can do is go to the future. Yeah, I mean, each game has been going like little by little further and further. Uh, yeah. And then there was a rumor that supposedly Battlefield Five was going to be in World War One. That's uh, I don't... That's strange. That'd be strange. That'd be like a way big step backwards. But yeah. who knows? Maybe yeah. It'd be it'd be cool if they did like a alternate history kind of like um, Resistance did, uh-huh. <laughs> where it was like World War Two, but we got invaded by aliens instead of you know Nazis. Right. That'd be that'd be that'd be cool. Hopefully we'll we'll see. You know. Uh, Usually they announce the newest Call of Duty game around the time of the NBA playoffs, so that should be coming up in the next month or so. Yeah. Oh, well. So, yeah, that's pretty much does it for the weekend games. And next up, we have the last part is the bonus stage. So um, I went on Facebook and uh, asked around. So this is the question I posted. So if you were to recommend two or three games from each genre to a new gamer, what would you recommend? So um, these are the – if you want, we'll go through um, each genre and we'll just give our thoughts. So yeah, so let's pretend you know we have you have a friend that's trying to get into video games and they don't really know where to start, but they kind of want to cover all the genres and see uh, you know the best uh, what we recommend from each one. So let's all we'll start with fighting games. Like, what would you guys have them start off for fighting? Fighting, um, and it can be from any generation; doesn't have to be recent. Hmm. I mean, I'm trying to think. Okay, I mean, I guess Street Fighter. Like that would be my advice. Thing, just like get it if you want Street Fighter. I know Street Fighter can get super complicated. Street Fighter was the first fighting game I ever played. Yeah, so I mean, I, I, I on my list I put Street Fighter 2 because it was the first one where it was just, I mean, there were combos and stuff. It wasn't like the newer ones where there's like combos and cancels and crossovers and stuff. But, I mean, mm-hmm. Street Fighter 2 was pretty simple where it was just, you know, punch kicks and, uh, you know, the occasional fireball. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, also have Mortal Kombat 2 on there just because, uh, I know, I, 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 um, Mortal Kombat 3 is when they added the run button and it became a little bit more, I mean, it was faster paced, but... And, uh, I really enjoyed Mortal Kombat 2 so they're still like in the realm of 2D fighters and then I put uh, Tekken Soul Calibur for like the 3D uh, 3D, uh, 3D yeah, fighters Cal- I, would, I would choose Soul Calibur over Tekken I really like Soul Calibur mm-hmm. better than Tekken but but yeah man, that, that would be my like if I had to pick one I mean they got to pick three Street Fighter Mortal Kombat and yeah Soul Calibur those would be my three mm-hmm. or you know what? no no I take that out I take that out I take out um Mortal Kombat, and I say Smash Brothers. I was going to say, yeah. So I was going to say, throw Smash Brothers in there. Smash Brothers. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you cover like you know the beginnings with Street Fighter, and then something a little bit more recent with with a Smash Brothers. And Smash yeah, Brothers is super easy to get into, obviously. Man, I mean that's but man, so complicated after a while. I mean, yeah, that's one. That's one genre I kind of been like I play a, a ton of is fighting. So I remember, yeah, I remember getting Street Fighter Two for my Super Nintendo back when it came out, and it was the best thing ever because that's that was during a time where you're like. You are only getting those kind of like, games and experiences in uh, in the arcades, and then to get it at home, you're like, "Shit, I have an arcade in my room." Mm-hmm. And then I remember playing. Uh, I never played it on Dreamcast, but did you ever play like Power Stone? Oh yeah, I had, I had Dreamcast. I had Power Stone. There's Power Stone, and then uh, there was this game on PS One. It was like in that kind of same type of game as like Tekken and Soul Calibur called like Battle Arena Toshinden. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, Battle Arena Toshinden was awesome. And then no, wait, no, 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 I'm thinking of Bushido Blade. Sorry, sorry. Does that too? And then on Super Nintendo, I played a game called Clay Fighters, which, oh yeah, as a kid, Clay blew Fighters. my mind because like shit, Clay Fighters, it looks so Clay real, <laughs> looks so real. I remember there was a game Clay Fighters sixty three and one third. I remember that. Oh my yeah. god, yes, sixty yeah. four. <laughs> I mean, oh, and do you ever? Do you guys ever play a Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighter on Super Nintendo? Oh yeah, yeah. Too. Oh, man, god damn it, 
Nostalgia. Yeah, remind me of all these games, man. <laughs> I think I think for my choices, um, I I will go with a less traveled route for a simpler fighter. I would I would recommend Injustice, just because it was it was really fun. Mm-hmm. It was very simple and easy to get into, and I I I, I didn't like the Mortal Kombat versus DC, but I enjoyed the hell out of Injustice, especially oh, the comic cool. book aspect of it and a really cool story. So. It's, it could be picked up by anybody and then again Smash Brothers if they want to go a little bit more competitive and then if they want to just kind of go all out I would probably go for like Marvel vs. Capcom or Capcom vs. SNK Goddamn, yeah those are like super just twitchy yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah no, that's, a good, that's a good list that's a good list and then next we have um, RPGs so I know Jerry you're in your I think you're, you, you two guys are more into RPGs I've only played like Big ones are like Chrono Trigger, a little bit of Final Fantasy Seven. So I mean, I would, I would throw Chrono Trigger in there. I mean, I remember really enjoying that one. Chrono Trigger was good. Yeah. Uh, RPGs. Oh man, like uh, I think my my first RPG I ever played was um, Final Fantasy Six. Um, what console oh, was like, that on? Super Nintendo. Or? Super Nintendo. Uh, yeah, like, I played it at my friend's house. That's what I played it on. And uh, but I never had a Super Nintendo, so I didn't. I never owned it. But the first RPG I ever owned was Final Fantasy Seven. But those are like really those are like turn based, you know. So I don't know how I can recommend like it's hard because now there's not very many turn based. Yeah, RPGs that's what I was there. talking to my brother this morning. Like turn based, it, it's it worked for those that were born into it. But if you try to with the attention span people have right nowadays, you try to put somebody in the turn based, they'll be like, what, what is this shit? Mm-hmm. So, and that's why, like, I, I know like, I kind of going off topic now, but. Um, like I know people got all fucking up in arms about the the Final Fantasy VII remake uh-huh. and just the way the combat is. But you know what, man? Like that's the way it's got to be. Like I love the turn-based system, and I can go back and play Final Fantasy VII turn-based any day. But it just doesn't work, and like it would not work in in, in today's gaming. You know, like yeah, yeah. Wanna... I, there's certain mechanics that have kind of evolved over time that don't really work with games now. So, like, that's why you don't really have, like, the tank controls from Resident Evil, even though it worked back then, but it wouldn't really fit into games now, so... But, you know, you know what, what turn-based, how it works? Like, if, if I want to give you, like, my, my list, uh-huh. uh, at the top of the list, and I think it's one of the friendliest, most, like, enjoyable RPGs I've ever played, and probably at the top of my RPG list, mm-hmm. it would be uh, Super Mario RPG. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Because it's, it's so very interactive, and they keep doing it with Paper Mario, where... Yeah, it's turn-based, but you're still got you're still doing quick commands to like you know get that extra attack or or, or that bonus. So it, it it's it's kind of like the best of both worlds in that sense. Yeah, actually, one that I just remembered right now that I mean I never finished that I still have to get back to is the Mass Effect series. Uh, oh yeah, they had like a very very good story. I mean, it had they built like a whole universe, the whole backstory that, and it was a uh, pretty amazing. It was it was pretty awesome. I never finished three, so I need to go back and. Mass Effect is pretty epic. Part two is is my favorite of all of them because mm-hmm. I got I got the most involved with the characters, but part three was was a good payoff. It was more of an action RPG, but uh, Mass Effect was actually uh, second on my list, and then Chrono Trigger was there. So it was Chrono Trigger, Mario RPG, and then Mass Effect for for RPGs. Uh, I like Kingdom Hearts, but I, I I don't I don't feel like I have to recommend that that sells itself. Yeah. And then as far as, like, more modern games, um, maybe a Skyrim. Because, I mean, with the whole, like, character creation of it and the big open world, I mean, you can just 
Yeah, I mean, that's like another time sink that uh, people are still putting time into, I think. And then, oh, well, I don't know what, I guess you can classify, uh, put MMOs in here, so I know, Jerry, you, oh, you, well, and, well, you and WoW, yeah. That's my shit. But, I mean, that's that's pretty deep, like, I mean, that was like, the, that, that was so, so confusing when I very first put that game in. Oh, my uh, gosh. I tried to get so, into it twice, so and I just, I didn't, st- I didn't stick to it. No, I mean, I don't know, man, it, it, it's, a, it's a deep game, MMOs are deep. Uh, they're super, they can get pretty complicated, they're pretty, um... Overwhelming, that's never... massive. Oh shit! Yeah. That's what it stands for. Did you ever? You, I think you tried it, right? Um, DC, the DC game, the the free to play one on PS4. Oh, yeah, I, it wasn't free to play when I tried it, but yeah, I played the shit out of it when it first came out. I I lost a lot of sleep to that game actually. Um, I paid for like extra character slots, and mm-hmm. then I I bought a ton of stuff, and then when I found out it was it was gonna be free, I was like, what the fuck? Mm. I, I guess, need to be refunded yeah. for all that shit. And I guess if you want to stick with something that's turn based and pretty modern, I think XCOM that that's that's turn based. I've been meaning yeah. to try that. Yeah, and I mean it's not the ideal version, but it just came out for the Vita like this, on Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's yeah it doesn't run as well, but if you just want something portable, and that works. And there's all the games like Final Fantasy Tactics, which like are a little bit more grid based and not oh, for 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 tactic games like that. Yeah. I would de- definitely recommend Disgaea. And Fire Emblem. Yeah, no, Fire Emblem's another one. Yeah, this is, like I said, it's not something I never really delved into, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was... Yeah, like I said, my earliest ones were like, yeah, Final Fantasy VII, Chrono Trigger. Um, i trying to think of other ones. But, yeah, I mean, it's not something I really really played too much. All right, so, I mean, yeah. Are you guys happy with that list for RPGs, for starters? Oh, yeah. Cool. And then next, I have uh, first-person shooters. So, if you want to just start, uh, like, with the classic... And for the beginning, you know, Doom, Wolfenstein... Uh, if you just want to see how it started and you know how much better it's gotten, just to to appreciate it, you know, play Doom Four. I also have a story wise, uh, Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare, the first one. Modern Warfare was great. Man. Yeah, was yeah, it's like great. one one of the first games that like big games that were like had a modern setting. I remember you and our old uh, coworker Christian were in the beta, I think, for a multiplayer before it came out. Mm-hmm. And you guys were trying, and it said it was a uh, pretty pretty awesome. And yeah, it was awesome. Man. My go-to shooter will forever be um, the first Perfect Dark for the 64. Yeah, I have that. Great. I have that on my list too. Perfect Dark. Great game. I think I just got to like I don't know something happened. I never finished it. I think that I save got corrupted or something. But I think I got like when then I looked up like the level uh, like the level listing or description. I think I got to like the second or last level where you're like in some alien planet or something. That was pretty. Oh, yeah. It's pretty pretty so sweet. That was a great game. That really changed my uh, my view on first-person shooters. And then, uh, I guess Halo, I guess you can always, uh, a really great game to get into, like, the first Halo, mm-hmm. that was awesome. And then, uh, what's another good shooter? I mean, yeah, for shooters, I mean, uh, I guess not counting, like, the multiplayer, and just for shooters as in shooters, you know, as far as campaigns, campaigns go, yeah, Halo, definitely, I think called the Modern Warfare series as a whole was pretty fun, like, it was a cool, I remember, yeah, the first, I forgot how the first one ended, but the second one ended with... That one fight where you that gen- you throw that knife at the general is like pretty epic. Way to end it. Yeah. And then three, I just remember you and it was Price and somebody else. You were just like in those um, juggernaut suits, uh-huh. just like mowing down that mall. It was like this is uh, this is pretty 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 sweet. Pretty awesome. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so we got you know Doom Wolf Sign, Call of Duty, Perfect Dark. Um. um yeah, I would recommend. Gold- I think what I would you add, Goldeneye on there? 
man, but it's hard to go back and play those uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> those games on the um, with that old Nintendo sixty four controller. Oh my gosh, oh. Uh, difficult to play. And then uh, I was gonna make it its own uh, category, but I guess I'll just throw third person shooters in there. So definitely the Gears of War games. I got that. That was like a really, really fun, really fun trilogy. Gears one, two, three. I remember Jerry. I think it was you, me, my brother, and George. I think we played through all of Gears of War three together, right, in the campaign. Yeah, we did. I was like, man, that was a good time. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, and I feel, uh, and uh, also um, Left for Dead. Like I know I mentioned it earlier, but goddamn, that uh, was that was too really much. Good. That was too much fun. I really enjoyed that game. We had some good times on there. We talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, it's oh man, yeah, that was. We'll bring it up another time again if uh, when we just rethink of some memories, and then uh, I'm looking at my my actually my stack of games to see if there's anything I may have missed. Um, I guess oh I guess we can also I'll, I'll throw this one I didn't have it on there but I guess I'll throw in their open world games. So we mentioned GTA, mentioned Red GTA, Dead, Red Dead, Red Dead, definitely Red Dead. Oh, man. Yeah, those are I mean yeah just Rockstar man just knows open world. Did you ever play uh, L.A. Noir? Uh, I mean, it was, and it wasn't really. I know Rockstar helped, but it wasn't all all them. I mean, they put a lot of emphasis on like the whole tech that went into like the facial animations, because yeah. the whole game was based around you and like playing detective, interrogating people, and you know, looking at their facial expressions to see you know if they were lying or telling the truth. And yeah, like technically, it was really really good, but overall, the game was kind of boring. I I enjoyed it thoroughly, but I think I think the problem with Eleanor was the way it was. Like structured as far as editing went, uh-huh. telling story wise, um, it, it started off slow and then it picked up really good, and then it just like slowed you down, and then the story takes a complete one eighty for like a twist ending. Yeah, and yeah, because remember you had that other like side story where you're playing from the like uh, talking to that psychologist guy. Oh, um, it's just <sighs> yeah, and it's then uh, it's been out for a while, so I'll spoil it for everybody. Cold eyes, so. He drowns you like die. in a sewer yeah, or something. You die. Yeah, you die. You die in a sewer. Like that, you don't see that coming. It, it's horrible, oh. and you're like, all right, he's gonna come back to life, and you're like, oh shit, nope. wait, no, I, 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 not only did I just die, but I have to play the, the, the last mission with a guy that I kind of found really douchey the whole fucking game. Oh dear. And it was bad. I, I still have grief over it. And then uh, open wounds. Open wounds. All right, and the next genre I have is a horror. It's always you know, Resident Evil. Uh, oh, Resident yeah. yeah, Resident Evil 4. Resident Evil 4, definitely. Um, it, it, I mean, it's... I mean, the, the last two, maybe not so much, but I think, I want to say Dead Space 1 was really, really good. I mean, there was backtracking in it, but I mean, it makes sense because you're, you're investigating the, the ship, the Ishimura, and you just kind of find out what, what's up. But, you know, in that game, you know, the, the what made that game really good was the atmosphere, the sound design. I mean, you just hear footsteps behind you, and you hear stuff rattling, and it was just... I know Jerry, that's not your game at all because you're not into the scary games. Oh but no, man! I, 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 I love that game. It was it was great. I loved it. I thought Jerry loved being scared. I hate it. <laughs> but yeah, no, definitely. Jerry. So we got Resident Evil and Dead Space, um, Silent Hill, uh, the first one definitely. The first one was creepy. The first one, that yeah, first one was creepy. I didn't know it had multiple endings until like way yeah. later on. Like I thought I beat it. Like, well, I'm done. Like, nope, there's more. Never went back. But you're never done beating it. Oh, you just get to give it some time, and then uh, and then we have uh, RTSs, which I'm not familiar with, so I'm just gonna say StarCraft. StarCraft, uh, Warcraft, 
Warcraft 3, was Warcraft 3 an RTS, or was it yes, like sir. a... Okay. <laughs> Jared's like, uh, fuck yeah it was. Bitch. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, it was a great game. And then, uh, for action adventure, I have, uh... I mean, it's hard to classify. A lot of games fit into that description. I have on my list Uncharted, a Metal Gear, and Zelda May Cry. Metal Gear, absolutely. Metal Gear Solid. The first Metal Gear Solid. Do you have a favorite out of uh, all five? Um, Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> Metal Gear. I remember, play- yeah, I remember playing the first one. Like, what's, what is this? Like, the whole game started like a movie. Yeah, like you were playing. There was credits on the screen when you're going underwater into that base. Into, yeah, it was yeah. really, uh, really changed my view of like, what video games were, man. Yeah, because I've talked about it. Yeah, I've talked about it before where like, up until that point, you know, games were kind of like kitty and they were like all cartoony and then Metal Gear comes up. I mean, Metal Gear, it, it, Metal Gear, like, it walks the line between being fucking ridiculous and, mm-hmm. and very serious, so. Yeah, and, you know, I, I will, if you told me that I could only play one game for the rest of my life, I will tell you that it will be Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes, the, the, the game the remake. remake, because yeah. it has it has the gameplay for part two, but the story for part one. Oh. Yeah. I can, I can beat that game over and over in a day, and I won't get tired of it, even though it's it's ridiculous. It has that '90s action movie like feel to it, plus the Japanese culture, like ridiculous mm. anime stuff. And, and uh, see, I never just... played Twin Snakes. I mean, my brother had a GameCube, but I never really messed with it. So that's why when they released that Metal Gear collection, I would have hoped it would have been you know Twin Snakes instead of the original Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Or even just include all of them, both of them. Just let. I mean, it doesn't cost them anything. It's just burning on the DVD on the Blu-ray. Well, damn, I think that there was something, something to do with the, the silicone, uh, silicone knights that yeah. they, those are the ones that, that did the, the distribution the part, for yeah. the, the GameCube one. Yeah, yeah. Definitely Metal Gear Solid is my, my all-time favorite game. Yeah, damn it. So, and then Uncharted, definitely, you know, 1, 2, and 3. You know, Naughty Dog knows what's up with that. I mean, good story, good gameplay. I know we're all ready for Uncharted 4 already next month. Um, and Devil May Cry. Oh, actually, um... Well, I mean, it wasn't so far. I know me and Jerry were big fans of Onimusha. Oh, yeah. Onimusha I love Onimusha. Great. Uh, but the last one added, like, the, the multiplayer feature. I have it, and I never played it. Like, I remember, it was a two-disc game, I remember, and I never, I don't, I don't think I ever popped it in. Dawn of Dreams, I think it was called. Dawn of Dreams. Yeah. Man. And then I remember at Comic-Con, like, a long time ago, I remember seeing, on, on, you know, sometimes they used to do, like, themed controllers. So there was, like, the Resident Evil 4 Chainsaw Controller. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and I then and there was I an Anemusha. Yeah, and there was an Anemusha controller that was a sword. And then, oh man, should have should have bought it. And yeah, I mean, so that's good for action adventure. Uncharted, Metal Gear, Don't Cry. Yeah. Anemusha, and then uh, the last one I have on here is a uh, couch co-op games. So I have a uh, Contra. You know, if you want to go, you know, old school, a little bit more recent. Uh, Castle Crashers. That was a very fun game, like, co-op game. Oh yeah, Castle Crashers was really good. I forgot about that, man. Oh wow. Yeah, and then uh, the Ninja Turtles arcade game. <laughs> I really liked. Um, man, I mean, none of us couch co-op, but obviously it was an arcade. But but they did they did really sell on 360. But I really liked the Simpsons game from the arcade. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. That's one um, of that's one of the few arcades I remember. I like I beat at the arcades with uh-huh. like other kids. That was man, so many quarters. Man. Yeah, that was a good one. And uh, do you have any picks, Luis? For like, co-op games? For co-op games? Yeah. Uh, I think uh, back to the beginning, Contra. I really enjoyed Contra. Uh, 
co-op, I enjoyed playing Dynasty Warriors with my cousin all the time. Mm. And then we used to play, uh, what was it called? We played a ton of, uh, oh, I remember now. It was uh, Batman, the animated series, Rise of the... Sinsu or something like that? Sinsu. Yeah. I really enjoyed that one because it was co-op and it was beat him up. Huh. And, uh, you know, when it comes to co-op games... I'm all about the button mashers. Like I love, like absolutely love the the, the Marvel Ultimate Alliance one and two. Mm. I love the X Men Apocalypse ones or uh, what are they called? I what remember, yeah, Apocalypse? yeah. It was like the ones before uh, before Ultimate Alliance. It, for Xbox, like those are my shit. Like I loved all those. Uh, were they Activision? Was yeah, it X Men Legends? Right. I want to say X Men Legends or something. Yeah, like X Men Legends. There you go. That's what it was. Yeah, called. and then there was like a DC one also that I mean didn't take off as much, but. Justice League uh, Heroes. 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 It was, was it. it was okay. I played it because it's you know it's up my alley, but definitely um, all those types of games I'm all for for co-op. Man, that, that's that's a pretty good list. Yeah, Contra, Castle Crashers, TMNT. Uh, damn. Yeah, I mean that's something you don't really see too much anymore with like consoles being connected online. Uh, they just offer online co-op, not so much. Uh, like um, actually, oh, did you ever play the Scott Pilgrim game? Yeah, I wish, oh man, I wish they'd just make it so I can download that one. I never finished it. I saw my PS3 so I can play it, but I used to play that one with my uh, my fight stick. That's why. That's why I kind of kept my fight stick for a while was for like live arcade games for the download yeah. ones because it gave you that arcade feel. But I don't know. Yeah, anything we're thinking we're missing? Any genres or anything else you want to add on to it? Nothing uh, I can think of. Like sports, I mean. There's only really like one big one per genre first, like Madden for yeah, football. Yeah, like, there's something like crazy. The show for baseball, and I guess Rocket League now. That's another. That's another big one right now for multiplayer. Um, yeah, I mean, well, actually, actually for action adventure, um, Batman the Arkham Knight and the Arkham series. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like one of the first few like actual like really good uh, superhero games. That's true. Yeah. I really like Batman. Batman's really good. God of War. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, I forgot God of War. God of War. <laughs> oh, damn, we got a War. God of War really changed me. Don't you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know who the fuck I am? I always talk about that story. And I was playing with Brian, and like he was just destroying all these little minions, and it's like, why do they still keep coming? Like, don't they know who the fuck I am? Like, remember, crazy. remember when we were play- we used to play a Halo Three, and he just caught somebody on the other team. Just go, hey, I'm coming for you. Whatever. Oh, that's right. That's right. Right in the lobby, like you just call somebody, like, hey, hey, like little boy, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. I forgot all about that. We just really should not get people said. And and then yeah, well, I guess I'll go through in just real quick, like um, all the multiplayer games, like the ones we had the most fun with. I mean, I already mentioned Left 4 Dead. There was a time when like I I brought it up before with me and Jerry, we would play Battlefield. We had a team of like I don't know how many people for Battlefield every night. Starting with like Bad Company too. Like, we were like consistently getting on for like hours at a time. Yeah, that was like Rush Mode was like my favorite for the longest time. That yeah, was, that was uh, a good game, man. But I don't think it's gonna happen again. No more Bad Companies. Yeah, I mean that I mean, it ended in a cliffhanger. So I'm just hoping someday you know they'll do something with that. Oh, well, that sounds like the game is up. <laughs> well, we're pretty much come to the end, so I mean, yeah, well, like another minute, and I'll let you guys go, so you can jump oh, back into that. I, I was just checking the, into the, that D zone. The servers came there up, but uh, I forgot that my controller's still 
talks to the speaker, ah. and I always have like my headset plugged in so I can never hear it through the controller. So that was a surprise. Yeah, and then, and then division, I've been playing it with my headset. Um, just cause I mean, there is that you know something you pick up like just people talking around you, and I don't get the same effect with the speakers. So with the headset, actually sounds it helps, and you get you get like a better feel of the sound design and stuff with the headset. Yeah, I've been playing it with my A40 uh, Astro. You guys should always go Astro. It's it's amazing. I wanted um, to get some too. I ended up getting the gold headset, the Sony one, and it sounds good. I, I mean, I'm happy with it. There's times where Jerry and I'll be playing, and like I can hear a, 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 like a car alarm in the background, like uh-huh. beep, beep, and I always check out the window, like. <laughs> my car? Because it just uh, the surround sound for it for them is, is fucking amazing. Oh no! Oh no! I swear we didn't get paid for that one. By the way, it's just I, I'm genuinely just promoting a product. I believe it. Yeah, <laughs> I like those, those headphones, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, that's the thing, though. They're they're pretty expensive, but I mean, it's from what I've heard is I mean they're good quality headphones and mm-hmm. they look nice. Wait, you record? Wait, are you recording it? Well, I mean, nice. with you guys well, oh. well, on the phone, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, you have it hooked up to your phone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. I didn't, yeah. That sounds very nice. Very nice. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that pretty much does it for this one. And, yeah, one thing I forgot to mention at the, in the beginning, yeah, this is episode 40. It's pretty much like the year anniversary I started this. So, it's, I remember that oh, it's, I started it, like, around mid-March, late March last year in 2015. So, yeah, I mean, the very first episodes... Oh, another thing, um, we're officially now on iTunes now, so you can download this. Probably should have... Well, I mean, if, if you already have it downloaded, you, you already know, but... We're on iTunes now, um, you can go back... to us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Yeah, and then the very first episode, you can just give it a quick listen just to hear, like, how it's progressed, and... Yeah, I mean, it just kind of shows you, I mean, if you ever want to do anything, just get it on, do it, even if you suck, you know, you only get better by practicing... The very first episode, I did it with the mic that was built into the iPhone's microphone, the headset, and it sounded like shit, and then I used, like, a game headset, it sounded better, and now I got a actual uh, mic for it, and, yeah, I mean, it's just from hearing from then and now, you know, it's just gone a lot, a lot better, and especially and when it was by myself, you know, it was just pretty quick, they were over, like, in 15 minutes, and now that we have, like, a group one going on, and it's our, we're already at, like, the hour 15 mark. Yeah, so no, it's, is, uh, it's just, it's just a matter of, doing stuff like you want to do something just just get off of your ass just get it done and and it, it'll, it'll pay off yeah i mean uh again like uh like I, I follow a lot of like game personalities and reviewers and journalists and you know uh it's a topic that comes up often in podcasts where people ask them you know how do i get into what you're doing they pretty much just answer is always just start doing it you know just start getting that experience just start getting used to you know talking and you know learning learning about what you're talking about and yeah just over time with practice you, you'll get better mm-hmm. and that that's pretty much applies right. to everything yeah and just just keep doing it while you're enjoying yourself that's that's pretty much it like, yeah and I mean, tell I mean we're not about it and then that's it yeah and then we're doing I mean we're doing this for fun I mean it, I mean as adults I, mean, I don't really get to I mean when I worked at a game store you know we were like around games all the time like you talk with the coworkers, and then now I mean now that we have like you know our adult jobs and adult responsibilities you don't really get to do that often so yeah, it just gives us an option, uh, a chance to just you know, talk about games for fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and so, yeah, so, I mean, hopefully we'll, we'll still be around next year for a year two, or, year, yeah, year, yeah, year two. It'll be year two. So, yeah, pretty much that, that does it. As always, you can always hit us up on Twitter, at Nerdwork Tweets, 
uh, follow our Instagram, the Nerdwork, and then on Facebook, you know, like the page so you know when new stuff goes up. Uh, yeah, we have a whole bunch of new stuff going on, on the site, like a bunch of a couple of new writers. You know, uh, Luis uh, got a has some somebody from the East Coast that's starting to provide content for the site. That's pretty cool. Some unique stuff I've never even thought about posting on there. Um, and then you guys is uh, if, they, if anybody wants to ever you know follow you or play with you on PSN, if you want to give out your your IDs. S Q U A L L L U I S. I just got on Snapchat too, so uh, follow me for stupid silliness. And then on PlayStation, it's Squaluis as well, but there's four L's instead of three. Um, I think I took my own gamer tag, but I don't remember the login for that, so I just kept it. <laughs> I am T hyphen Baggins. <laughs> so, Never gets old. That's that. And I think uh, I remember when you picked that one because didn't you play against you found a guy online named Frodo T Baggins? Frodo T Baggins, there's a guy that I played against. So he really inspired me. <laughs> Did you tell him you were coming for him? Yeah, well, he he his name was Frodo T Baggins, but he only spoke in the uh, in the third person. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember this. I remember this now. <laughs> he was, he was not in the third person, like it. he would like be playing. Uh, like we were playing Gears of War. I forgot about this. Oh, yeah. I was playing Gears of War online with him, and then he'd be like, "Frodo T. Baggins is flanking left." And I'm like, "All right, man, cool." And that's like enough. You were Frodo T. Baggins is coming to cover you. All right, man, excellent. Thank you. So that, that was my that was my experience with Frodo T. Baggins. And that, that guy inspired me. Like he was my fucking spirit animal, man. Okay. And then, and then my uh, PSN ID is uh, Sergeant Grumbles. And if you're familiar with with the. Uh, comic strip of PBF Power Bible Fellowship uh, I think I posted the gra- picture before pretty much the whole comic is there's like a bear army that's getting attacked by bees and then it says Sergeant Grumbles launched a counter-effective counter-offensive Sergeant Grumbles and he, the last panel is just a bear eating honey yeah he's just too, too, too preoccupied eating his honey to, yeah. Uh... yeah and then uh, on Instagram I'm pretty much everywhere I, I was able to secure my name head out of those cool G-E-R ARDL is cool on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, my Snapchat's Gmart, G-M-A-R-T-F-T-W, because some dick took out of the school, which is not me. So if you see it, it's not me. My brother is, is Raskin everywhere, but somebody on Snapchat had Raskin, so it has to be Raskin too. Is that, I added that guy, and he's like some Swedish dude. <laughs> is that like a game character? or what's is, uh, No, he just, he just came up with that name. It's got to be from somewhere. Somebody else has it. I, I mean, it could be like... Some Swedish word or something that he, the other guy had it. But we could Google everywhere. it, but I'm my too tired. Pretty much that everywhere. Oh well. Well, okay. So that does it for this one. So we'll see you guys the next time. And see ya. Good night. Right. Uh, do us a favor though. Uh, if you do listen to us on iTunes, just review it. Leave us leave us a rating or something. That helps us, you know, put the word out. And then if you really like it, we can keep on doing this. And then, uh, yeah, definitely the the rating helps if for the review. Uh, yeah, just write whatever. Just write, actually on the review, write what you want to hear us talk about in a future podcast, a topic or whatever. We'll go ahead and check it, or it hit us on our socials, and uh, we'll hit you that way. All right, man. I right, see you guys later. All right, man.